0: Hey, welcome to Cancel Cafecito, the podcast where we talk all things culture. I'm Shul Caranas.
1: And I'm Eva Cruz.
0: Thanks for joining us. So today we're talking about venting at work. So we all do this. Let's all admit it. We all, once in a while, we will get frustrated about something at work and we need to just let that go. Now, sometimes we take it home and we'll just say it to our partner or whoever. We'll just take it away from work. But a lot of times we just talk to our coworkers. Am I right? I mean, that's something that we just always do. And we think that that's kind of I guess you can make the argument that it's kind of therapeutic because you need that. You feel like you need to let out your frustration and and let your colleague know because, yeah, like he or she would know because they're doing either the same thing or they know the same people involved. That's probably making you frustrated. Yeah. But that could also lead to a a very toxic environment, I guess, if you will, just because of the recycling of the frustration. So earlier this week, uh, the University of Georgia put out their results of a study that they did on why venting at work makes you just angrier. So they did this study. Uh, they did it with uh, some bus drivers. They did it also in a setting where they had people, uh, two friends come in. One of them was given an assignment, like a an art assignment, and on purposely they made the test or they made it difficult. But for the other one, they did not. And so when they came together, uh, they had to finish the project, and then that's when they noticed that the one that had the more frustrating one just continued and just said his or her frustrations mm-hmm. and how it just led to that and how the other person just listened on and it could carry that emotion over. And so I found it very interesting because it is such a universal topic about venting and and, and why it is bad. But I think in the moment, because of the emotion, we don't necessarily think about it. So to kick things off, I just wanted to ask you, have you ever had a long vent at work where you just feel like, you know what, I need to talk to my colleague or I need to talk to somebody to just let this out because I can't take this anymore or whatever?
1: Yeah, I believe in venting. I think that it is therapeutic depending on when and how and how often you do it uh, at Previous jobs, I had like a like a really good friend or several good friends where I could vent to that person. We were on equal levels or different departments. So we would vented about different things. And so it was it was therapeutic. It was just sometimes you do need to let it out, especially when you're when, like I said, when you're frustrated and when things are just like you're not asking for a solution. You're just asking for someone to listen and, and hear you out and understand why you're frustrated. And sometimes I think. You're not even asking, at least I'm thinking of myself, sometimes, just sometimes, (laughs) Um, I'm not asking for... A solution, or I'm not asking for like a confirmation. Like so, sometimes I am, but sometimes I'm just asking like for someone to listen and not you know tell me that I'm right or just just hear me out and say nothing. And I've had that with certain people before. Um, I used to my old producer. We used to have this thing where we would give each other a minute, and so we'd like kind of just came up with it. and We're like, hey, we're gonna keep our venting to one minute, so we're not gonna vent for hours, and we're not gonna vent because we still have work to do. So we we would pull out our phones and we would set the timer and we'd be like, ready, set, go, and like sixty seconds, go. The other one would just kind of let it all out and then 60 seconds would be up and then maybe it was the other one's turn or it just felt good and the good thing about that was that we had a limit on that so we weren't like five minutes ago or just you know and sometimes you do you need to do it you know without any limits but th- those times helped because it was just so 60 seconds go and so you kind of go as fast as you could and just kind of get it all out in that time and if you didn't get it out okay well you know but like that that time is over now back to work. And it helped us out a lot. We would sometimes, like, when we, uh, like, have to communicate by phone or something, we'd just be like, Do you need a minute? Or we'd be like, Hey, I need a minute. And it was just, it was, it helped. And then I even, like, we, we, I passed that on and we would do I would do it with, like, other, uh, coworkers that we, uh, worked in similar departments or just, um, we, like, had the same workflow. So we kind of knew exactly, like, what the other one was going through. Um, and, and it, I, I think it helped. I have never had a super, super long one, I feel, because, I I am the type of person to hold things in and then kind of explode sometimes. But with venting, especially with that work, like I try, one, not to do it so often. Sometimes I do. (laughs) So, you know, guilty. But I try also not to do it over and over because I think sometimes I hear myself and I can kind of say, already I already talked about this or I already like I already hit this point. Like now I just kind of need to move past it. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm not as self-aware, but I, I do think venting is necessary. I do think it's something that that should happen but i think you should be aware of who you're doing it to because um especially if you're venting about like um like if you're venting about a superior and that's also someone else's superior that's kind of you don't know how that's going to affect their relationship with them
0: it's a dangerous game there
1: right and if you're um yeah and if you're if you're in a position of power Over someone else, maybe. And you are venting about someone else who is also in a position of power. You don't know how that's going to affect, you know, like you don't know. And some people maybe just have really good shields and can just listen and can just be like, okay, you know, I understand how you're feeling and I'm sorry that you're feeling that way. And, you know, or just listen and not say anything. But sometimes you, you, you may change someone's perception of like another coworker. And and I know you don't have to be friends with everybody you work with, you but you you should at least like be able to work with them and you don't know how venting or how it, sometimes sometimes we say, we say venting right now, but sometimes it's gossip and sometimes yeah. it's it's not even venting, it's just you're going off about somebody, you're talking all these negative things and you're not even talking about your feelings anymore. You're you're t- kind of attacking this person and this person isn't defending themselves or can't defend themselves because they don't know. And so you're you may be changing someone else's perception um and respect toward another individual on your team or in another team or just in the workplace in general and so i think that again venting is necessary sometimes but you have to be really careful about how you're doing it and who you're doing it too which is why sometimes i think it's also helpful to vent to people outside of work because maybe it's unfair because they don't know anybody you work with and all they're hearing is your perception and they have it they may have a bias yeah they and then they may they may have a bias because obviously they're your friend or your family member so they're going to
0: they're going to side with you, of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, you're absolutely right. Right. Yeah. And you so, are being treated unfair. <laughs> yeah. You deserve how, that d- raise. how dare they? Yeah. Like, you
1: need to leave now. Yeah. <laughs> and, so but you, then, see,
0: that that could even make it worse to an extent because they're going to keep building you up and saying. Right. Save, they're fueling your yeah, they're anger. Fe- yeah, exactly. They may,
1: they may, you know. They may. And
0: they may, they may not. They may, yeah. p- they may be even keeled and just say, hey, you know what? Well, have you thought about it like this? Which is great. I mean, yeah. that is a nice balance. But a lot of times because I, I've I've heard people vent and I've been kind of always just listen and then just not chime in Um, when the times I have chimed in. Now looking back at it, it's like, oh, maybe I have fueled it because now it's like I want them to feel comforted. I don't want them to feel down. So I'm going to try to support them unless it's completely unfair. If if I see that they're being ridiculous, then I'm going to say you're being ridiculous, especially if they're a close friend. Mm -hmm. But if I see that, okay, you know what? There are some points here looking at it like, oh, no. It might have just made it worse because now they're like, yeah, like I have his support and I have this other person's support and it's just keep – the fire just keeps growing. And so, oh, and now it's more complicated than originally than than, than maybe most of us thought, right?
1: Yeah, and have you ever noticed or like in your experience – Do you kind of like, do you, especially when you want to vent, whether it's to a coworker, a family member, friend, whatever, do you kind of know how that person, like, do you cater your venting to how you want your, the response to be like, you know, maybe one person is super fair and you're like, I'm going to go vent to them because they're super fair. They're going to make me, they're going to level me out. They're going to, you know, um, try and make me understand things or like that person's always on my side. I I just, I just need to be right right now. So I'm going to go, yeah. Or, or like a family member or whoever, but that like, do you kind of cater your venting? because I feel. That I I have some like people in my life that I think yes are completely like my they're my, they're my friends with my family and they're they're completely on my side and I understand how they're gonna take things but I also know people in my life who I know are very fair and I know will while I'm venting will question certain methods and I think they can kind of tell when I'm when I'm needing of one thing or another, right. but they will make, they kind of will level me out because they'll, they'll be like, well, is this, per, does this happen all the time? Or does, you know, they'll just ask questions that kind of make me take a step. back and be like, all right, I see where you're going with this. I need to stop because, you know, so, so I, I feel like I can kind of cater because sometimes I just want, I sometimes I just want to be right. Like I just need that <laughs> moment. Um, or I don't need anything at all. So I do that, but I don't, do you?
0: Hmm. I, I do cater what I, the message to the person And I think that's just based off the fact of there are some things that there are just some things that some people just don't need to know, and they could be coworkers. So depending on what the issue is, I might not vent to all the coworkers the same. It could be one thing, it could be something else, and that's happened in previous uh, previous job experiences because if I was frustrated with you know so and so who was my equal. I'm not necessarily going to go to another one of my equals. I'm not going to go to anybody below. Like, like no, I'd I I'd, I'd probably have to go vent, and I would usually go vent to somebody who had nothing to do with anything of our department. Someone
1: outside of work I, or that department. Okay. Yeah,
0: like I would go to a lot of times the rec center people, when I, because they didn't have nothing to do where I was working at, and that's where I used to work at. They know nothing about what I do really necessarily now, and so sometimes I would just say some of my frustrations, not everything, because then it's not necessarily that fair. Right. Um, but. Yeah, there are some people who I know, like I know my friend Ray or Sam, like I know they're going to be by my side. They're going to be by my side and they'll probably just be like, oh, yeah, you're right. You you need Yeah, forget them or whatever and just say, just keep going, just keep doing what you need to do. I do have some people who are a little bit more, well, just kind of, and not that my friends aren't necessarily, like my other friends wouldn't tell me something that if I was being unfair, but there's some who are just a little bit more, well big picture people they're more mm-hmm. of the like and that's
1: necessary, yeah sometimes. And
0: yeah and that is sometimes needed so yeah it 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 just depends like i am not i can't say i guess you could say i'm not an equal opportunity venter like not everybody's <laughs> gonna get the, i'm not the same that's venting of everybody else like it just depends on uh, on certain certain people so like if I were to vent to you, I know you're pretty balanced. You're a pretty balanced person, at least in my opinion. So I know you're going to be fair. I'm not saying that you wouldn't also always go against me or for me. You'd be somewhere in the middle, you know, and that's kind of that's needed sometimes. But like you said, sometimes you just need somebody to just kind of say, hey, I hear you. <laughs> you just need that. You don't need the sure. counter. You don't need the counter strike. You just need somebody to just listen and just say that. And that's really tough. Uh, to because most of our we spend most of our days at work, anybody spends most of their days at work, so we communicate with these people more, so it makes it easier. But you know, you brought the idea of like the emotion, and reading some other articles about this, that becomes the biggest no no when it comes to venting, according to the research, is bringing in that emotion when it becomes emotional and not necessarily emotional when it comes to like raising your voice. Uh-huh. That's when like you bring in about emotions, like you either I don't want to say, I don't know why I use the word that you hate the person, but you really dislike the person. There's that anger built up. Oh, so it's
1: not work anymore. It's not like this person did something wrong. It's just like, I just don't like this person and they did something wrong, but I don't like this. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just don't like this person. And then maybe you guys just had a miscommunication, but now it's turned into, I don't like this person. So I'm basically tuning out that person. Mm. And now kind of like what you were saying earlier, now and anytime somebody asks you about so-and-so, you're going to say so-and-so is a terrible person and they're this, they're this and that, and it just begins to spread. And then it almost becomes a, like, from what I was reading as well, I was like, who do you believe? Do I believe you or do I believe the other people are saying, really? Let's say it's, you know, whatever, Jamie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, do I believe Jamie or do I believe a vet? Where does this go? And it just keeps building and building. And at some point from what I was reading as well, a confrontation is going to come, not necessarily amongst Both people, not both parties, but against just the workplace in general. There's just going to be that conversation like, all right, something's going on here because I hear one thing from this person and then I hear one thing from Jamie. And it just kind of goes back and forth. And that, Brent, and it all starts because somebody brought in emotion and Mm -hmm. it turned into, most of the time, it's, yeah, it's anger. Sometimes it could be jealousy and you could be jealous of that person and, and, and it grows from there. But for you, when it comes to venting, Are you usually more of a person that just sits back and kind of listens to a person vent? Because, you know, some people don't want conflict, obviously, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But and some people are more willing to confront it and kind of try to squash it. But for you, when you see somebody venting and if you see it's turning into something a little bit more kind of towards anger, what, what would be your approach to it?
1: That's a good question. I I don't like conflict either. Um, I know sometimes you just kind of have to face it, and I would like to think that when I have to, then I will. But I don't want to like create more conflict. Um, I like I'm trying to think of like examples of when like I've seen emotion. Oh, okay, I, I can think of some. Um, I would think so. So at least in this example, and I guess there, there's emotion attached to it, but it's also just a ton of frustration with work and the in a workflow that I understand. Um I try not to fuel that anger. Okay. Like I try to or that fuel just like I try not to make it worse. So it's it's almost like a I hear you like I, it's a comforting thing and then just kind of reminding that person, you know, like what you do matters, your work is important and it is being recognized. I know it doesn't feel like that, but it is. Um And I, so I guess like the main thing is like not fuel it, not be like, yeah, you have a right. Like, even though they do, maybe they do have a right or maybe they don't, but just not fuel the emotional side of it, I would think. um I can't think of too many examples. So I, I don't know. But I know like in, in like the example that I'm thinking of that I don't want to go into specifics about. But um yeah, like there was emotion attached to it, but a lot of it was just build up. It was buildup of frustration and it was buildup of just things piling up. And sometimes – the venting and the, the frustrations at work just come from other things. You know, it's not just work. It's not just this one incident. It, this is just like the one incident. So sometimes like you kind of have to be able to, and I'm not a therapist, um, but sometimes I think you have to be able to recognize where this is coming from. So maybe maybe this person is upset that this happened at work or that this with this person, but they're also upset about other things. And it's just, and, and they may not be talking about the other things, but you and your conversations with them and other venting sessions or just your interactions with them, it, in a way we do kind of have to, be like the best psychologists that we can be, mm. because sometimes, like sometimes, someone is venting about something, but they're and they're they they have maybe there's a lot of emotion coming from this one thing, but it's not really that, and they're just not telling you the other stuff that they are feeling upset about. So it's it's hard because, like again, we're not psychologists, we're not all therapists, we don't know um, to look for that sometimes, and we don't know why or where it's coming from and all that stuff. But I think. Sometimes it's important to be aware of it and try and just kind of think like, how would I want to someone to hear me out during this? And and like, you know, because, again, we're not psychologists, we're not therapists, but we are humans and we do we know what we want from people. And so we should be willing to to seek that in others and to deliver um, it's hard sometimes though. It's hard cause sometimes, sometimes does it ever frustrate you when someone's venting and you're kind of like, you want to vent, you have things that you're upset about, but you also don't want to vent, but you're like listening to someone else vent. So it's like, you may <laughs> not be the best listener at the moment cause you are like mentally venting, yeah. but you know, it, like, and it, it kind of probably like it mess up that interaction and their venting session. And like, also like, how do we, how do we respect everyone's venting sessions? Like, you know, like how do we cater to everyone and our own and all that? Yeah.
0: And and I think, you know, an important thing that you brought up, it just made me realize that sometimes when somebody is venting, like, we just need to just let them continue on because I have had some moments where I have said, I've asked a question or I've tried to, like, kind of, right, cool it down. Yeah. And I get the response back. It's like, no, hold on. I'm not done. I'm like, hold on. Just listen to the whole thing. And, like, they're getting an attitude with me. And then for me, it's just like, okay, in my mind, I'm like, at first I take it as an offense just in the moment because I'm like... Yeah you came to me to listen to this and now you're t- dismissing me like my comment because you want to continue on. So at first I take it personally, but then it's like, okay, this person is obviously very emotional. There's that word again. Mm-hmm. Um, just let them continue on. So i usually, I just play it off. I'm like, okay, continue on. Or I'll just say, sorry, you know, go continue on. And, 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 Sometimes it's just better to just step out of the way. And I know that sounds really bad, yeah. but for the moment, just step out of the way. And just and, let
1: them go on.
0: And, and let them do that because, and a, a lot of the other uh, researchers and a lot of the other articles that I was reading, usually it comes, and you kind of hit it on the nail on the head. It's like, it's coming also from somewhere else. And, and it's also coming, a lot of times coming from home, something. Yeah. It's personal frustration okay. about something. A lot of times it's about a relationship that's due to issues, whether it's partner, family, due to that some sort of frustration with that uh people will usually turn that and then carry that emotion to work and then if something it could be something minor that happens at work and then it just kind of boils over so it yeah. just just leads in i guess you could say that about anything really that it just carries over and something minute like hey who took my favorite pen from my desk (laughs)
1: how dare you yeah
0: and it turns into just (laughs) someone's
1: always taking my stuff and always happening to me you know and
0: yeah and that's now leading up to the next thing that i want to talk about is being the victim because that there is a piece that i read that said that is one of the things that you must avoid is to be seen always as the victim yeah because while we think think we're going to get sympathy for it. Like people are going to feel sad for us. Like, Oh, we're just, you know, poor little, you know, yeah, like everyone's, or out, to, or like everyone's out to
1: get you. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: It actually has a negative effect sometimes and where people would be like, they'll recognize that they're trying to be the victim. And so yeah. it's always, uh, here's so-and-so again saying how everything is unfair. And so we think it's going to work out for us, but it's not. So that's something also to avoid. And we don't realize it because our desire for sympathy is much greater than even just noticing that, hey, we're actually not seen as somebody needing sympathy. We're seen as complainers, basically.
1: Yeah, true.
0: So I saw this on Forbes. There are four ways to make venting at work actually productive. Hmm. And I thought they were pretty interesting, and I I just kind of wanted to share them. So one of them was minimizing your impact, which is, I think, a pretty obvious one. Just if you're going to vent... Make it a, a, a good vent, but not, you know, we don't want to make this a show, but make it just really just minimize it. So maybe to one person or to two people, and usually not necessarily to a superior at all. At all. So just avoiding that. Uh, I thought this one was a key one. Spend as much time coming up with solutions as mm-hmm. you did venting. Ooh, I like that one. Because I think that's the one thing that we tend to forget. And I say we because we've all done it at times. Mm-hmm. We've all done it at times where we just vent and. And we just let it go and then that's it. Some things maybe some things maybe are merit that. Merit just like a small vent and then we move on. But a lot of times there there needs to be a solution. It's not necessarily gone away. A lot of times the venting, whatever caused that venting, sometimes it will come back, especially if it's at work. If it is kinda of like somebody's always stealing my stuff, well let's come up with a solution. Like um, you know, I'm not saying put a camera on your on your desk, but <laughs> yes. yeah, but but you know, there there needs to be solutions made, especially if it's something very repetitive. Uh, write it down is another one. Mm. So write down your stresses. Write down everything they they said. It's very therapeutic to just write things down, especially I think that's true. Especially when it comes to your frustrations, because I think a lot of times, um, especially for those people who do journals, and and I could be wrong. Uh, a lot of times we'll write about the positive things that have happened, and we want to keep memories of it, and that's fine and everything. But sometimes it's good to actually write about. Those negative feelings, or those those times that you feel down, uh, and then you kind of see it more, and then you could go back to it and say, "Okay, I was here. Let's how to avoid never getting back to this spot where I was frustrated at work." Uh, and then just a the simple balancing the negative with the positive at work—that it's it's for the most part, it's usually not always that bad. It's true. It's just momentary moments of a lot of times it's just miscommunication.
1: Well, and I think also if if you spend more time complaining, like venting, venting is a form of complaining. Yes. But it's also a form of like letting your feelings out and let t- not talking, not not just complaining. It depends on, I guess who the venter and how they're venting, but um, not just talking about your frustrations, but talking about how you feel about things or not, you know, like how something happened and this is how it made me feel. And this is why I feel this way. And this is how I felt for this long, you know? So it's more than just like why you're frustrated or, or, or what you're frustrated about. It's like every, you're reacting to those frustrations in some senses. So, Yeah, sometimes it's necessary, but if you find yourself venting every day... Several times a day, you know, every, for weeks on end. Mm. That's like that. If that, if it, if there, sorry, if there's more negative than positive, then maybe it's time for you to consider a different position, a different job, a different environment. Because you know, I, I think that it's we're human. We're gonna we're gonna find something negative, and because that's just who we are. We we know no matter how good things are, we, we tend to you know something will stick out. It'll be the negative oh, yeah. thing, or it'll it'll be the thing that throws us off. And not everybody, and to those people who can look past that, I admire you so much. But we're humans. But if you are like if you can't say one good thing about your job or you can't have one good day, I know because it's it's natural to have bad days and sometimes even several bad days. It's natural. But if that's all that is happening for time on end, that's that should be a sign. And those people who are listening to someone vent that often should I mean, not say like you should just leave here, you know, not not in that sense, but kind of maybe either plant that seed or bring that conversation up. Like, do you still want to be here and if so what would help or i don't know
0: and be ready to be uh for that person to be defensive because a lot of times that does happen
1: true so 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 sometimes even with like venting you kind of have to and 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 I, I'm i trying to say this and be sensitive because I've also been on that end where I, I, am, I find myself venting a lot. But I feel like that also made me realize I don't want to vent anymore. I'm tired of venting. I'm tired of being frustrated. It's time for something to change. And if it's not going to change by itself, then I'm going to change it. And so sometimes it's like if you are on the other end of the venting so much and you're frustrated by the venting now – I think maybe it would be time to find a way at least to be sensitive, but to also bring it up to the other person, you know, are you happy here? You know, overall, because if not, you should be somewhere, you know, you should be, you should be happy somewhere. Like no one should have to put up with that. And sometimes it's out of necessity. So sometimes Someone like let's say someone I've also been around people who I know are frustrated with their job and I know are frustrated with the environment with everything that's going on at work and they are looking for another job. So it's it's very like they're just kind of at this point they're hanging on because they're they're like, they, you know, some people just don't quit jobs and without having other jobs. So they're looking for another job. They're applying. They are going through the process. But they're st- they're kind of still stuck here because they don't want to leave and not have a job, which makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. But. So sometimes that that is the case, but if some if that's not the case with someone, and if all they're doing is complaining and they're not trying to change it, then somehow like that that does have to change. it. they do have to consider that, don't you think?
0: I think so, and I think this sounds kind of bad to say, but there are some people, not a lot of people, but there are some people who are kind of serial complainers, mm-hmm. and we have to be really sensitive with them because i I've known in the past people that at least I've considered in my mind. I've never told anybody, but in my mind, I've considered them. Basically, serial complainers, and so it's tough. It was tough for me to kind of distinct like, okay, is just being this is being typical of them, or is this something a little bit more deeper, or is just the serial complaining just a completely deeper issue? So it, it's really kind of you're kind of walking on eggshells at times when it comes to these because of the emotion, and that's the one thing that I think it's all it happens naturally. Taking that out is is so important, especially towards somebody else, towards a situation like I don't like the fact that, you know, our vending machine doesn't have any more of those potato chips or something like that's not really a target against somebody. That's just something that happened or whatnot. But if it's I'm so sad or I'm so upset that Becky got the, you know, the raise and I didn't. Now you're you might be beginning to feel something. So taking that emotion out, I mean, even asking questions, there was one piece that said. You should ask questions if you're especially if it's about a promotion, you have the right to ask your supervisor what happened or or, or in a nice way, of course, about what happened with the job. And and that's
1: part of finding solutions, I think.
0: Yes, absolutely. And so and and I think it's just because it's so easy to just say, oh, I can't stand my boss because I didn't get the promotion or whatever. You know, he or she doesn't see what I can be, blah, blah, blah. Like that's easier than actually walking up to his or her office and saying, hello, so-and-so, I have a question about this, what happened earlier or, or whatever. And that is tough, but part of being in a productive workplace is you got to sometimes have a little courage mm-hmm. and you got to have courage to not only ask those questions, but also courage to help out with the venting as well, because we all do it. We all see it. Sometimes it's a little bit more public than others, but there are solutions out there. I I feel like venting I think we do need it, like going back, kind of putting circle. We we all we all need that because it's just part of human nature. We all need that. We don't want to necessarily bottle everything up and just let it explode, although that does happen sometimes. um, But yeah, but just getting back to just the communicating part of it. And and really the best, I guess, for me, my opinion, the best thing to do is just sometimes you just sit back and listen, especially if if it's somebody else venting. Sit back and listen. You know, you can help with a solution, but some a lot of times it's just that person that needs to come up with a solution, him or herself, and, and and approach it like that. And if you're in a situation where you notice yourself, oh, I'm venting right now, or I'm in the middle of this giant rant, then pull back. It's okay to pull back and step aside for a second and then just excuse yourself and, and, and realize that, hey, I need to come up with solutions as well because this is completely has, has changed me here momentarily and it's turning me into either somebody really angry or a serial complainer or, or, or whatever. And not that other people's opinions are the most important thing, but it's still your job and it's still with your peers and you still need to you still need to keep up appearances and it's about it's a matter of respect as well and for others to respect you. So yeah, it is it is such a long process, it is so difficult, but just hang in there.
1: Well, that's our episode for today. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you're not already, please follow us on social media. On Twitter, I'm at Evie Cruz.
0: And I'm at Shel And
1: we are at KSL Cafecito. On Facebook, we are also KSL Cafecito. If there are any future topics you'd like us to discuss or would like to discuss with us, feel free to send us a message. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, the KSL News Radio app, and Spotify. Thanks for joining us.
0: Bye. <music> Oh, 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 oh,